Hello and welcome to Tales for the Trails. This week, I want to tell a story involving fire. Specifically, its power as an agent of change and renewal. Though the wild and untamed nature of fire can sometimes invoke feelings of fear, fire is an important force in nature and can be crucial to a healthy ecosystem. Fire's relationship to change and renewal is a common theme in mythology and could probably be found in some of the earliest stories ever told. After all, what better place is there to tell a story than while sitting around a crackling fire? Sometimes the power of fire is represented in the form of a bird. Though this bird has gone by many names and has been present in folk tales in ancient China, Egypt, Persia, Greece, and many other lands, today I will be referring to this bird as the phoenix. So make yourself comfortable, relax, and listen to the story of the phoenix. Have you ever seen a bird so strikingly beautiful that you wish you could fly just so that you could follow it to keep your gaze on its flowing plumage? The phoenix was inarguably one such bird. Their feathers were a blend of oranges, crimsons, and golds that shimmered in the light. The bird's graceful flight was the subject of many a poet's stanza and painter's canvas. The phoenix was a bird so striking that it even caught the attention of the sun's glowing regard. The sun spoke affectionately to the phoenix. My great phoenix, you are mine and I shall see that you live forever. The phoenix returned the affection, saying, Thank you, glorious sun. I will sing, and my song will be meant only for you. However, it was not only the sun that had eyes for the phoenix. The people could not help but want the phoenix for themselves. Many a human would hunt the bird in hopes to pluck one of their prized feathers, to put in a hat, or hang on the wall next to an outdated photo of their family fashioning cringeworthy fake smiles and hairdos they regretted ever having. The phoenix could not stand this unwanted attention and decided to fly east towards the land where the sun rose. And east the phoenix flew, over the hills that dropped into a great valley and once again up into the foothills that climbed into steep mountains, above the tree line, with snow-capped peaks ascending into the clouds. On the other side of this range lay a great desert, sparse and dry. This is where the phoenix would reside. 
And so they did. For years. Decades. Centuries passed. On the other side of the western mountains, in the human settlement, kingdoms would arise and fall, people would have arguments and start wars, and eventually forget what they were even arguing about or fighting about in the first place. Meanwhile, Phoenix was happy in the desert, enjoying the open sky and the warm sun. However, Phoenix's world was not without change, for Phoenix was aging. It was getting hard for them to fly. Their feathers were falling out and dulling, and they were feeling pains in joints they didn't even know existed. The phoenix did not like this aging thing. They remembered a time when they were bright and beautiful and could soar through the sky without fatigue. The phoenix begged the sun to make them young again, but the sun was not listening. So the phoenix opened their beak and sung to the sun. When the song was over, Phoenix knew what had to happen. They flew west across the mountains. Over a thousand years had passed since Phoenix had last been to the west, and things had changed. The human settlements were larger, and there were things Phoenix did not recognize. One thing they did recognize was a large tree that long ago Phoenix used to rest in. Phoenix made a nest in the tree out of pine needles, cinnamon bark, rosemary, sage, and other fragrant plant matter. Finally, Phoenix crafted an egg out of the fragrant sap of the pine tree and placed it in the nest. They sat in the nest and asked the sun to hold up their end of the bargain. As the sun rode across the sky, it dropped a spark on the dry nest. The nest at first smoldered, but as the wind blew, it soon went up in a tower of flames with Phoenix in it. Phoenix was lost in the flames. And when the fire ran out of fuel and died down, all that was left was a pile of ashes. 
But wait, what was that? The ashes were moving. Then, all of a sudden, poof. A bird arose from the ash, a young, healthy bird flapping their wings as it lifted into the sky. A bird so beautiful, you wish you could fly just to follow it and keep an eye on it. A bird with feathers of oranges and crimsons and golds. And the sun looked at the bird and said, My great phoenix, you are mine, and I shall see that you live forever. As the phoenix in the story was reborn, the idea of the phoenix has been reborn again and again in our imaginations and the stories we know and love. The phoenix is a great example of the cyclical nature of the sun and the earth and the cycle of life that inhabits the earth. Though we may have never seen a phoenix flying around our neighborhood, there is life we see that depends on fire to grow and reproduce. Redwood trees depend on fire to open their seed pods. Morel mushrooms grow great in the ashes of conifer forests. Ashes and burnt matter can help enrich the soil and is used in farming practices throughout the world. Of course, fire can be very dangerous and needs to be respected. But as long as we treat it with respect and responsibility, it can be a useful tool and a beautiful part of nature. Well, that's all for this week. Now get out there and experience the wild, because nature is the best storyteller of all.